What a beautiful, what a beautiful parak this has been. Mamash, gorgeous, gorgeous parak. So we are up to, we're in the middle of the parak. I believe we are on Daf, um, Daf Yudchet. Okay, Daf Yudchet and Perek Gimel. We were speaking last week about the uh, was the last no Monday about forcing forcing about about um, being persistent being consistent but forcing things forcing thoughts forcing feelings to be felt and what happens when, you, when that doesn't happen how do we approach that what are we supposed to do like when you go into something holy with the that's not what's happening. And we had a whole shir just about, you know, how, how to deal with that. And the last tactic, or I guess it's the first tactic, tachbula, uh, what, we, we used a better word. Huh? Strategy. 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 That's, that's what we, right. Hack was the, <laughs> yeah, it, it, same thing. It's really the same, you know, I just like the word strategy more for this, is that 
The last thing, if you see in the, in the middle paragraph, on Daf Yudchet, Avodah Pshuta Shel Aish, B'Sha'a Shovet Hashem, Tzachadiyot Machshava Pshuta. Like you go into the ball game and you just say, okay, Ani, I'm, I'm an Eved Hashem, the torrent field that I'm doing, these are godly particles, and um, I just have to hopefully figure out, you know, hopefully what I'm, what I'm engaging myself in, and what's coming through me, I'm actually going to meet it halfway. This will begin to feel like some kind of a, some kind of a teima areva, a tasteful, sweet feeling. Imagine if, like, a person davens in the morning and he says, and you know, make my words sweet. Make your word, make the words of your Torah sweet for me. Make it sweet for me. I daven over it. I start my morning, I dive in over it. And then what ends up happening is, I get to shear, I go to, sh- I go to my chevrusa, I open up the Gemara, I'm doing my daf yomi, I'm opening up the Gemara, I wouldn't say exactly the words are sweet, I'm trying to crack my head to make sure I understand it. Ah, I have a problem. What's, what's going on? What happened to my tefillah? I dive in that the word should be sweet. That's not what's happening. Is this real what's happening right now? Am I okay with not feeling the sweetness and just getting through the learning? Satan comes and says, yeah, be real. Don't just get through the learning. Don't move on until sweetness appears and fireballs come coming down from Shemaim. That's, that's how you know it's real. The, the Piyasetzner is addressing this because he's probably seen this by many people. He's saying, no, 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 it's not, that, that's the other side coming and talking to you. What you have to understand right now is that the avoda is to realize what you're doing is a holy and good and smart and right thing. Keep on going with that mindset for now. Don't break your head saying if I'm not flying, then it's not real. There's, there's a preciousness to the value of commitment. We have a bris with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We're in a commitment. We're a committed relationship. The taste, the deeper sense of something sweet will arise. It'll be a deeper sense of sweetness than what you were used to before. Okay, that's one of the tactics, to just go to like, to zone out and be like, I'm just okay with being committed right now, making sure that I'm in this. Sweetness, I trust, will be something later on. I I know a person that got married like this. I know a person that couldn't get married for a while, whatever the cheshbonos were, and I saw that it's not exactly fire, but it did feel right to the person. I said, I, said, I wanted to just check in, because he, he hadn't known it before. I wanted to check in and say, brother, are you, are you sure? You know, you're, 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 in the, you're in a good place. He's like, oh, no, no, listen, I, I, really, I understand already that the deeper world of sweetness that's, that, that exists cannot be tasted right now. I'm used to Hollywood. I grew up in Hollywood. I grew up with... with if you know what I'm talking about, Brandon and Brenda, that's what he said. <laughs> Do any of you know what that means? Sussman. No? 90210? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up, that was the Lushan. I grew up with Brandon and Brenda. That's like meaning, that's the terminology for like, I grew up thinking that love is that, right? That's plugged into my, into my faculties of uh, comprehension of, of what, what, ta- what, what sweetness is. So I, I can't, I believe in the Torah Kedoshah, that if I see someone that has good midos, that I think is wonderful and beautiful, and, and I actually want to build a home with, because I believe 
Kedusha can come out of this, and I, I love this person to the extent that anyone can love someone before they're married, I have a Muna Shlema that only sweetness can come out of it. It's a very beautiful, it's a very beautiful comment. It's very, you know, Baruch Hashem. It's a long time ago. It's a binyan. It's a binyan. You build on that. It's amazing. If a person says, listen, I know there's no sweetness here, but one day it'll come. I'm like, no, no, no. So, okay, that was the first tactic, strategic tactics, the the Baal Achshat Savrechim told us, the Pia told us. But now he's going to address an apparent inner contradiction in the words of Chazal themselves. Bottom of page Yudchas. Ubazet Tavin. Shechas v'shalom en stira bedivrei kdoshenu zatzal. There's no stira in the words of our, of our tzaddikim. What are the words of our tzaddikim? Asher ulay nukashta kvar bezeh. It's a very important words. There's no stira between what our tzaddikim said, and maybe you've had a, you've had a problem swallowing a, a, an, an apparent contradiction that you've seen amongst the Rebbe's. Where there's a lot of warnings and a lot of the holy svarim, there's svarim that say, and he apparently he kind of hinted to this before. He said, "You want Gan Eden in this world? It's got to be on fire. Everything you got to do has got to be on fire." Then there's also Svarim that says, don't try to like, you know, only do Avedus Hashem if it's only through fiery passion. Rak, next page. Rak Avoda Pshuta Yavod. Fakert. Don't even go to that place of fire on the mountain. If that happens, it's wonderful. A later on experience. But what do we do with Lechat Chila? I go, I get up, I have sheer, I go to davening. It's good, it's like this mellow, smooth, calm, sweetness, kiviyocho, so to speak. And in the svarim akdoshim that we saw before, the shavuos isa, so, Moshe, I think this maybe again is the base Aaron, because I, I didn't see another makor since then. When you're davening, don't say to Hashem, I need to feel fire. This is what I wanted to really get into today. Again, second line, When I'm davening, I'm not asking for fiery coals, burning coals of passion to come out of my, my, uh, my experience. Rak ire lehachnis es atzmo. What does that mean? Put yourself into what? Into the word. Into the words. Badiburim ubauvdot. Okay, this is a classic teaching from the Baal Shem Tov on Parshas Noach. This is like... You know the whole, you know the whole Sefer Baal Shem Tov Torah, right? So it's a very weird Sefer because obviously he didn't write it, right? It was put together after the Baal Shem Tov was nifter from the from you know, the tzaddikim of the first generation. I think mainly the Todas uh, Yaakov Yosef was the one that really. Got, it's all the this Torahs and Reprinkles of Koritzer in there, the early generation of the Baal Shem Tov students. Okay, 
So there's t- there's Torahs and Parshas Bereshis, a few, right? And then if you look at the rest of the Sefer, there's a few Torahs here and there. Parshas Noach, you have about 130 pages of Torah. It's the weirdest thing. It's a it's its own Sefer within a Sefer. And it's called, like you said, Amud HaTfilah. The Pillar of Prayer. What's going on in Parshas Noach, Pillar of Prayer? It's based on a teaching that the Baal Shem Tov said. I once said this in the sukkah of Joel Atkin when I first met the Atkins. One of his sons told his father afterwards he thinks that I was on acid. Okay, listen. I said like this, Bo ata v'chol beitcha ela teva. The word in Hebrew for teva means ark, and it means word. The Baal Shem Tov says to be saved from any type of mabul, to deal with any type of flood, with any type of mishigas that's going on in the world, not relevant to us because nothing really dramatic happens in our times, but once upon a time things got a little bit shaky and it was weird. So back then, what did they have to do? You need to go into the word of davening that your mouth is saying. So I'm standing there in the Atkin Sukkah. I said, this is a great example. Why? Because this is the only mitzvah Right? For men, where a choladeus, because mitzvah Yishuv Eretz Yisrael is a machlokus, whether it's a mitzvah or not. And mikvah, there's no chiv mikvah for a man in this world. Um, ben time, Beza Hashem, there should be an Indian, especially for Kohanim. But sukkah is the only mitzvah that I actually walk into. So I said, this is a zgula right now to, for, to be able that when we daven, we should basically go into the words that we're saying. What does that sound like? So I'll tell you. Last week, two words jump, uh, jumped out to me, and I, it's like it jumped out to me on this level, and I can't just go through davening anymore. I said the words last week. If I felt in such a mitzrayim, shivati elecha. That's in the beginning. That's David, right? Shivati elecha. It's when I said those words, I remember the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov, and I said, hold on, there's another word coming in a second, which is a very important word, vatir <laughs> paeni, and I will be healed. But wait. Shivati elecha. What does shivati elecha mean? What does shava shavli? Yearning. Like a, I, I'm screaming through yearning. Shivati elecha. I was like, I want to feel what I just said right now. And it was one morning where the chazan was by. We, we were together by Mizmor Shirchan Kusselbeis David, but it kind of ended after that. And I had to like you know, because I'm a coin. I was only coin. I had to rush like mad to be on time, to be able to dochen, but she, that's the one hard thing about being a coin, and the more, you can never just let go, like go into your own free, you know, free zone shachers, because especially if you're the only coin, and, if, and even if you're not the only coin, and you're stuck in your davening, and everyone knows you're a coin, and you don't go in dochen, everyone thinks you were, you're a bad boy or something, or you have some problems, right? So it's a whole balagan, hey Yeshua. No more farm? Okay. Shivati Elecha. According to this, and according to the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov, don't try to get fiery coals, and only then I will feel what it means, Shivati Elecha. Choose two words. Choose one word of tefillah. Go into it. Go into the word of tefillah. And then he says, Eventually, eventually, this fire we were this we've been describing, it'll 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 come on its own. 
But you have to use a tachsis, you have to use a tachbula of saying, I'm not coming here and saying, okay, fire, and I'm not going to start davening until it starts. It's lo- it, it never works. And even if you end up, like P- Reb Nachman said, people that go to Yisbordus and say, I am not going to end this Yisbordus unless I cry. Reb Nachman says, even if you end up crying, that's not, it's not real. Because it has to be something that comes mimela, meaning it has to, what does that mean? It means you have to do an avoida that will hopefully bring out, bring about a certain beauty, right? But people want to feel the fire. Saying over here, find two words. I mean, it would be beautiful if any of you could tell me right now two words from this, this chakras that anyone had that they felt they went into. Anyone want to share two words that they from this past chakras? Probably not, and I'll tell you why. Because because we don't we don't we don't have this relationship with tefillah yet. Bezrat Hashem, we will. No, no, I'm not. I'm not asking what what it says in the Siddur. I'm saying you're calling. Like you're, you're right. No, they said, listen, you have to do this, and you know the Sidurim that say that if you didn't have kavanah in in pesach sedecha, you got to do it. You know, you got to go do ashrei. Nachon, nachon. But it ha- but it can happen anywhere. It can happen obviously, like the word baruch ata. That would be beautiful <laughs> if one of the baruch atas we actually went into started thinking about the word ata for a few seconds, right? So these are all very important tachsisim to have the fire happen, but not because I'm forcing it from the beginning. I'm coming at it with, in, a different, in a different direction. This is a very lemaisa piece. Let's go weiter. V'zeu ha'inyan, fourth line in, in the top of Yutet. Zeu ha'inyan. This is what it's all about. Ha'itlavut ikarim. Don't get me wrong, the PSS Nerebbe is saying. To be on fire is what it's all about. Rak shebishat ha-tfilah lo yivakshena, af lo yitakesh alaya. Rak yavod bepshitus umimela tavo. Klal, the PSS Nerebbe is saying. You have to know, that fire, of course, is the destination. And it's the fuel for a real journey. A, a million percent. But most people don't have this thing of the second I put on that first strap of tefillin, the fire's on. And the first moment I walk into shul, the fire's on. Our avoda is not. It's basically like he said, don't be persistent. Uh, don't be uh, stubborn over it. Go through the pshitus methodology and it'll come on its own. Vehine, el rum kavanas kocham ein anumagim vilomasigim. We don't really understand when we, the tzaddikim are talking about fire, like he said before. But we don't really understand even what world they're talking about. And what's so funny is that he includes himself with us, the PSS and Rebbe. He's like, we, the Ish Kaidish and us, <laughs> don't really understand what they are talking about. It's, so it's such like hidden humility. It's unbelievable, right? I heard a great uh, line of humility this morning. I wonder if it was just said in order to gain more more uh, uh, the equivalent of likes back then, but who was it? Was it Roosevelt or Truman said, uh, when a person realizes that uh, the person can do anything in the world and even more when it's not dependent on who gets the credit. Did you hear that line ever? I think it's Truman. Yeah, it sounds more like Truman than Roosevelt. Yeah. 
<laughs> Think about that for a second. A person can, you know what? I'm butchering. I'm, I'm not butchering, but it's it's chashuv here. The diuk lashon. It's like a very important wording over here. He's he's, he's just whatever. The the, the PSS is so anav over here. How how he brought it out here is just unbelievable. Again, vehine el rum kavanas kocham ein anu magim velo masigim. Aval lematzavenu hi kanal. But for us, this is what we have to do. Even, he says here a very important yesod about life bichlal. A person does not always get what they become stubborn about. What do you think he means by that? What is he, what is he telling us about ourselves and our relationships bichlal when he says, a person doesn't always get that which they are stubborn about. You know, I'm going to finish the, the paragraph to hopefully understand it better. There are those that when they're stubborn, the absolute opposite happens, like he spoke about machshavas. You have a dirty thought about someone that you wish you didn't have, and you have these machshavas, I am not going to think about this. <laughs> And it just happens more and more and more. There are those that can say, I'm not going to think about this and therefore I'm going to fill myself with, with Torah or whatever. And it works to an extent. So when you're basing your result on what it means to you to get what you want, and the ego is basically dictating to you what that means, you never end up getting exactly what you initially wanted. And that's what he's saying over here. When it comes to spiritual goals, and it doesn't happen the way we want it to happen, the ego is chogeg. The ego celebrates. He is so happy that you are not allowing yourself to feel the other world of goodness that's coming to you. And why don't you let yourself feel the other world of goodness that's coming to you? Because it's not exactly what you thought you, uh, well, I'm going to say either need or deserve. I don't know what, what word is better over here. <coughs> Probably deserve because I do such a void of working on my thought. I just want my, I don't deserve it. Look how hard I work on myself. Of course I deserve it. He goes again, Raki ends the paragraph. Raki avod It'll happen. This is the world of trust, which is a mida. That unfortunately, in our door, is pagum legamra, is blemished. We don't really trust Hashem. We believe in Hashem, we don't really trust Hashem. Because trust means I have to let go of the way that I think things have to be, should be, or whatever else you want to put in that equation. And the Rebbe says these very emotional things surface dafka during davening, during tefillahs. That's a very important thing. I know we're running a little bit with text before we move on. Anyone have any questions? Yeah. You have a question? A statement. Uh, in the form of, I mean, question in the form of a statement. I think it's a very Jewish trait to be micromanagers. Right? We don't trust anybody. We just don't let go of the trust. That guy is not going to do what I need him to do. Mm-hmm. I've seen some extreme examples, but we all, right. most of us are guilty. Maybe that's the trait given to us, so we would actually learn to let go and delegate to Hashem whatever He can do. You think, so you think it's Dafka, a Jewish... Uh... Right, so we're not able to trust Him without actual toiling into learning mm-hmm. to trust Him. 
You think that has to do with first trusting people? No, I think that, that trait is given to us so we can actually work on it and overcome. And uh, certainly it can, you know, it can be. train on, with other people. I think when the Baal Shem Tov says, mm-hmm. that's an invitation to not just feel words, it's to trust that where you're heading to, if you allow yourself to connect to Lama Tefillah, is where you need to be as opposed to where you think you need to be. Which means that you really need to say, okay, this is not exactly what I wanted, but it must be exactly what I need. What I need. Very good. That's the bracha in Birkas HaShachar. There's no bracha like that. There's a bracha. That diuk is tremendous. Those are two... I once, like, I once like had this thought of doing a whole seminar on, with these two like, massive smart boards behind me, and one of them has the bracha, and one of them has the bracha, and basically show that our whole lives, it's kind of like landmark form stuff, but just elevated with everything that landmark isn't in, in, a, in a holy way. Uh, it's it, our our lives are mamish between these two places. This place is trust. Shasali called Tsarki is trust. I trust that you've given me like trust means that right now I trust that Hashem gave me us every, <coughs> all the tools necessary to receive what we need to receive from this room right now. We just have to use them. With Bittul and Achna and Gaiva, with and no Gaiva and Simcha. This one says, um, Hashem, you gave me everything I want. Now, Alavai, a person should feel like that, but that's not, that's not the highest because the fact that Hashem gives you everything you want is not nearly as high as, you know, this, this is the trust one. This is the utopia, itlahavut, midachatchila kind of world, which we're not trying to emulate or think it's even a, a goal that's worth achieving. But you're right, the trust Indian here is very difficult. Very difficult. Someone asked me yesterday, um, how many people, how, how, what kind of a team do you have to work on the Rib Shlomo stuff? The, the, I, I was basically trying to get them to be like, it'd be, it'd be wonderful if you were sponsoring this, right? So I said, no, not one person is working on the Rib Shlomo stuff right now. I said, why? It's like, because... It's not fair to trust someone that they'll give you what you think they want if they're, if they're volunteering. So whatever, that opened up my mind to understanding that's true with volunteering versus money. But even when someone's getting paid, and the micromanagement happens, even when someone's getting paid, we don't fully, fully trust. It's a big Indian. It's a big Indian. So I, 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 want to, uh, so, uh, I just want to stay very focused today on this one, okay? Yeah. No, no, go for it. Just bamash lechaven lepo. Yeah. Oh, brother, I'll let you know. Yeah. So, Rabbi Abraham Sutton and Rabbi Zeller, they practiced this. They are still practicing going into the table, right? And so, I had a chance to study with them. And um, my thing is, is that when you go into the table, right into the Word, so I don't want to go anywhere else. Mm. So like I, I don't know how to get through the rest of davening because this was sweet. Being right. in this word was really, really sweet, and like, I mean, 
I don't even ha I don't have the mental capacity or even the physical capacity to get through all of davening after I was inside of one word. I just don't. That's why it took them six hours to daven. Here you were knocking off shafrises in twenty five minutes. <laughs> what do you mean? You're proving the problem. So you're you're not messed up. I mean. In this, in this in, 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 <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I love you. No, meaning, you're right. Nachon. Nachon. Million percent. This is the pro, this is the, this is galut. This is gal, this is galut of the mind and the soul. We're back in Eretz Israel. Let's go plant Orange Street. It's. We're still in. We're still in galut in that sense, a million percent. I thought about what you were uh, asking this morning and the very early on in the first Asher Yetzar, the EF Shar. Mm -hmm. Those words got me contemplating about that. Set the table for me because that got me to really contemplate about the. Um, the awesomeness of the Creator and how it's just incomprehensible. <clears throat> they just the whole, <laughs> the whole. It's just beyond us, and, the, and that colored the rest of my davening mm. because it helped me. Charlie it helped me to praise that. That, that helped me to praise just, just the greatness of, of what. And and then furthermore, I don't know when when you were bringing this over, it got me to thinking that it, it is also true, pretty much that in our davening. The uh, the requests come way 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 down, mm -hmm. and um, it seems like if we have some preconceived notion of where we're going, then we're not open to what's happening right in front of us. And so, getting into one word allows us to strip away all our preconceived notions, and then try to find what it is. Sometimes you have to stop and take a step back and. Maybe that's why we don't make any requests until we have to praise Hashem for a long time because it, it's meant so that we're open to what's right in front of us because we're not here right in front of us. Um, what, is that, what is that whole period called in davening, what you're describing? All the Zubimra praising? Psuke yeah. de Zimra. What's Zimra? Pruning. Yeah, okay. Cutting away. No, this is it. This is the yeah. pnimi, so what, exactly what you're saying. Psuki de Zimra, all these praises, is basically cutting away all the preconceived notions of what this is supposed to feel like and what I want. Right. But it's impossible, unless you're born with a completely different set of, of faculties, like most of us are used to, to do any of the work we're describing with a nine-minute Psuki de Zimra. It's impossible. So what do we do? How do we combine? combine the we're building, a, are you kidding me? We're building a shul for this. Well, you're not going to do six hour shakras. So you'd be the only one doubling there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I'm not saying, building it. Me and you. Me and you. It's not about six hours. Honestly, it's not about, let's see how long we can do it either. It's about... The kavana of what am I coming to shul for? In fact, it can even happen in less time than we think. It's not about the length of time. It's about the consciousness and the awareness of dalif nemiata omed. What are you even coming here for? That's what it's about. There's no Indian to daven as long as you, as you need to. Uh, sorry, as long as you can. That's not the Indian either. But there's definitely no Indian of saying, of thinking that you're like really fulfilling your soul's neshama 
the other way. Ensically, <clears throat> there's no way. Well, there's also so there's much no focus way. on I have to do. Well, I got to do this one. I got to do. It. I got to do them all. If I didn't do them all, then I didn't do it right, and I didn't check all the boxes. And but that's maybe, you also need that. I, I understand you also need that, but but it seems like that concept of you know once I check all the boxes and I did what I needed to do takes a person away from what the real avodah is. Definitely. And, and Definitely. so, yes, Definitely. it's very nice. It's very nice that we, if we can do everything we're supposed to do, uh, aval, it's probably more important that we're open to seeing what's right in front of us. And in the time that was given, if I, if I only did the one, that's all I did was ashray, and the ashray was very high, mm-hmm. and I got something out of it, then... Uh, then I what? Then I, then I shouldn't continue davening? No. No, I'm saying that I shouldn't then later say, well, I didn't check all the boxes, so I didn't do like what I need. Like, I'm saying that I, if I'm done with that minyan, let's just say, and I have X amount of time, and I know i got to be at work and whatever, then I need to choose how to best use my time. Right. And right. is, I, I mean, I'm throwing this, everyone's been in this thing. Is the best use of my time to say, okay, I know I got to hit the ashray and the halukas and I got to do this and I know I got to check all the halakha boxes. And so if I did that and I came out the end, did I really accomplish, uh, did I really accomplish something that's going to help my soul or did I just feel a little better about myself because I, I checked some boxes? I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to no, do I'm not, things, I'm not answering. I'm not even but, answering. But, but on the other hand, <laughs> typically in my experience... If I had X amount of time and I really <coughs> did one or two or three really well, I feel like I'm more yeah. invigorated. And, and I'm I think not saying I that think you David, so I, David, I, I think that I think that what what you're what you're leading us to is a very healthy and good place <clears throat> where, for me, it was I'm 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 already a week on two words shivati alecha right? Those are my two words. Ideally, if I was really like you know for real, you could say. You're a big boy. You know more than two words in 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 in, the, in, in Hebrew and in the davening. Should be much more. Oh, today, this week, it was two words. I'm going to add another two words. I'm going to add another two words, and I could still and I don't have to compromise on being yotze, davening with a minion, or davening bichlal. Even davening, forget minion for a second. Just the mitzvah of tefillah, mitzvah of putting on tefillin v'chule, all these mitzvahs. And again, like. Like we say in the women's hashkafah here all the time, it's about having enough dots throughout your day to eventually connect all the dots and create a line. That's what it's about. It's not about lechatchila creating this line. It's about finding all the dots during the... For instance, I mean, if any of us listen to what you just said, there's no way that we will consciously choose to not say asher yatsa with an extra devotion right now and think about these two words, if shalis kaim. Just go to dialysis. I used to, when I was working in the hospital in Los Angeles, in Cedar sinai that was the hardest ward for me to go into for some reason. I don't know why. It was harder than like the other wards, which were very, very, very uh, mamash damaging, <clears throat> could have been damaging. That one was the hardest one for some reason. And then you go and you say, you say an Asha Now, we don't have to go there to say, we shouldn't have to go there to say an Asha but now that you shared the going into those two words, okay, then that becomes another dot in my day. On Shir, the other day we spoke about, I think, Jerry, you, you had brought it up from what, what you had learned with your wife about the Moda'ani. So, okay, so now the Moda'ani. You know, this morning, I'll tell you, I, we have to just be 
brutally honest in here. Um, I didn't even remember. I'm so tired. My kids aren't. Are, some of them are sick, and there's no sleeping in the house at all. So again, for God knows, it's not to show you a mitzadik at all, because for many reasons, but it's just like the God knows how many times in a row I'm down with, with the baby between 4.30 and 5 every morning. This morning in shul, I didn't remember if I said my da'ani. I'm, I couldn't even remember if I said it or not. So I was in the middle of davening, and I actually said, wait a second. My da'ani lefanecham. I couldn't believe it. Don't worry, not in a place where you, uh, <laughs> you're already thinking, well, you're Ivy, you're, 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 no, I wasn't doing any... <laughs> I wasn't, not there, I was, I was like, wait, wait a second. Right? And I said, I can't feel it at all, but apparently you think I can give you nachas today because you woke me up. So I'm just going to like ask you to make it, like give me some koach to be aware of that notion. Okay, I'm telling you that that was like the highest thing in the world for me today. I yeah. had two words this morning and I'm having a hard time letting go unless I say it. Yeah? Not so good at that. It was across the street and it was in the, during the Akeda. I don't know the words in Hebrew, I don't remember what they were. Yeah. But it was the two of them went together. And only because that's where I stopped, it went from outside to inside. Yeah. So it was like the two of them went together and then I walked inside. It's kind of like the, you know, the, the rest between the notes and music. Yeah. Oh, the deep, those are the deepest. The two of them went together. The two of them went together. Oh, by so your chush name, Yachdav. Yeah. So I think like in the terms of like Isha, yeah. Isha or Kaveri. <laughs> I had to sit in here to think about what it actually was. It was all around that's, the place, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You should know one of one of one of Rav Cook's top ended up being his top student, became his top student because he overheard him say one morning the Pasha the Akeda, what you just said, and he came to him with all these questions about Greek philosophy. Actually, this is uh, uh, the Rav Nazir, Rav David Akoyin. So he came to meet Rav Cook in Switzerland and, and he was going to ask him all these shilas he had on, on whatever. It was, I think, Greek, Greek mythology. All these questions. How is it? Shtim? And he heard him say that, those words. And he, he said, at that moment, I, uh, he used the Lushan from Yeshua. He said, at that moment, I had no more, no more questions at all. I knew this was my Rebbe because those two words went inside. And from that day, he never left him. And many of a lot of what we know about Rav Cook is because of that transmission. Wow. Yeah, David. Um, <clears throat> so just to talk, to, I'm curious more a little bit more about this idea of trust. And you said that it's a blemish in this generation. And it was something that resonated with me. And trust is such a core aspect of I think everything of, of one's life of some of what makes someone. And it creeps into other areas of, of fear and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, community and wholesomeness and, and just being complete. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was wondering what, what you think is the source of this blemish that we all that this generation has that I'll say that I have of uh, of not having trust. Is it does it start with not trusting people? <clears throat> or is it not trusting Hashem, and therefore if you don't trust Hashem, or you don't trust the situation that you're put in, that it's for, for your best, therefore you don't trust people? Or it's like, a great you know, question. It's a great question. I, when, I sat by Rav Weinberger about five, six years ago when this conversation happened, <clears throat> and I asked him, I said, Rebbe, how do I, how do I get people in the Kehillah 
It was brand new. It was when everything was starting. I said, how do you, how do you, how do you establish trust? That like, like, even if it's not exactly what you think is perfect, how do you just trust that in the bigger picture, this is, this is good for everybody? And he said, time. He said to me, he said, Shlomo, look, it's, it's really a matter of, of, long, of time, of having long relationships with people. And over time, yeah, he says, you think the chevre here think they, they, they like whenever I do my... He was referring to like more frumer shtick or things that aren't exactly Zionist things, like the chevre there would rather, uh, you know, like... He said, he said, it's a matter of like when you build this, when you build a long-lasting relationship with someone, so the need to test the trust goes away because you know it deep down inside. Okay, so what's the blemish of our door? Instant. That this door doesn't have the, the time to invest in a relationship that would evoke trust. Everything's about now. So who gives space to... You know how many times people came into one year, they heard one word that they didn't... They thought, you know... One time, I couldn't believe this, some guy came to learn with us, and it was Parashat Shlach, and we were learning, uh, the week, we were learning a piece from Rabbi Yael of Satmar, the Satmar of In his mind, how are you, how do you guys dare learning Satmar anytime, especially the week of Parashat Hamaraglim? If he spent two minutes with us, he'd realize that our relationship to, to, to Satmar or to any of the tzaddikim, has nothing to do with the way that you're looking at it. But because there's this instant thing that always is like, this means this, this means this. In a second, you're going to burn me. In a second, I'm going to find out about another scandal. So all these things lead to, like the, 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 I think, the instant, uh, what do you call it? The instant gratification that world that we live in doesn't even really allow the real tr- trust, which is a result of of long time to kick in. It's time I'm saying that's what I think I think about this a lot, and that's why it also it's an avoda with people that you learn with Baruch Hashem. Some of the chaver here we've been learning together five, six, seven years already. So even if you hear a word that's a little bit to you, mm, I don't know if I like. There's a there's a it's like yeah, but you know what? There's a lot of things I don't like, and I but I love the bigger picture. And when I don't like the little, the small picture, then I can, I can totally lose. So when it comes to Rebona Shleilam, people have the same problem that he's speaking about here. It needs to be instant gratification. He's slavus now. Okay, trust is what you need in order to know that the deeper level of Islavus and sweetness is then, right? But what's the problem? Is that I live in a digital instant age where it's now. I think this is look, maybe some of you it resonates with you. It's my humble and very limited perception of looking at you know looking at everything. I can't remember the sociologist, but he came up with this thing called the zone of tolerance. And the more you know somebody or you know an organization, you've got more tolerance uh-huh. for that. You've got more experience with that, so you can live with them saying something that's against your politics or against your mm-hmm. whatever you know related to the wrong way. But the zone of tolerance takes time. And experience it does. To, to produce, and and there's no tolerance with a stranger usually. You know, one bad word, one right. wrong word, right. they're off, they're gone, you're somewhere else. Right. You know, and, and and we don't have the time. When you're a kid, you have a lot of time to make friendships. You, you live through fights and not getting along and making up. 
when you're an adult, bam, bam, bam. Right, right away. Nachon. Bam, bam, bam. I have no time for him. Nachon. That's what we. That's what we say. I have we no do. time we for do. him. It's terrible. So yeah, right. so I just want clarification on that. So you're saying that it's not like deteriorating from one side to the other, but rather it's from the middle because of this need for instant gratification that we're not allowing. Well, well I understand. Explain what you're saying. Yeah, the blemish of yeah, the trust. Blemish of trust. Uh, generation yeah, isn't necessary because of the wrong that we see happen around us or directly to us that we don't trust people and therefore we don't trust Hashem or a lack of trust in Hashem and therefore how can we trust people but rather it's coming from internally that we're not allowing this trust to develop I, trust I have to I, I have to okay this is a very important Nakuda and we're, and we're gonna <coughs> stay focused on it we're gonna end with this I just wanna stay focused on this it's a very good Nakuda <coughs> I could look at the world now, like I got a, you know, about like, mamish, like 30 different emails and WhatsApps since last night, and look at it in the lens of, look at, look at the lack of, look at the, look at the lack of trust because of him and him and him and that community and that community. There's a list of like six or seven different leaders of community that have, have, have fallen into places that are, are mamash, and you know, whatever. <clears throat> and I could say, that's now, that's this door, right? That's this door. But I, I don't think so. I think it was always, I think the difference is, is that now there's this exposure. There's also the platform to voice your opinion, which would, ne- would never existed before, this amount of platform. Back in the day, if you wanted to say something, you had to write a letter to the Jewish press and, mm-hmm. and hope they would, they, would, they would print it, you know? Basically, that's, if you wanted to be heard, you wanted to say anything. Today, especially if you have a little bit of money, you upload a post and you boost it, your irrelevant opinion has a spa on the way that I think. That's insane. So... That is the change of this door. That's where it's, that's where it's become different. So the Maise, though, I have to, what's the Avoda? Like, what's the Maise, the Avoda? And this, this, I, heard, this I saw Reb Shlomo say this on a video in, in, in the early, late 60s. You know, we can't really relate to being a Yid in, the, in, in those times because you could still smell Auschwitz. Some people could still smell the, the furnaces of Auschwitz. The truth is, but back then everyone still smelled the furnaces, right? So he said, and he was based on a teaching from Rebetzalik Kohen of Lublin, that it's true that on the outside it looks like the world is going to the dogs. And that's what it's going to look like the more we get close to Mashiach. Like the Gemara says, that the face of the generation is going to look like it's, like it's dogs. Leadership, everything. But that doesn't help me on a Lamaisa level of what am I to do? I have to believe that inside the world is getting more and more beautiful. I have to believe that. I have to believe in the beauty of the world that exists. It's just not going viral. The beauty never goes viral. The schmutz always goes viral. So, just like that, to that, I've yeah. had a thought right now yeah. about that. What is it about instant gratification? What is that whole thing? It's, a bit, it's like almost a childish thing. It's like when we're kids, we're like, we need to have something now. We need to... And it's kind of like we're reverting back to that. So if you want to look at it in a beautiful way, then maybe we're being set up for something really, really special where, where 
you know, everyone's talking about right. living in the moment these days right. and, and, and being in this exact moment because we want what we want right now, right? right? <laughs> but also, maybe there's something really yeah. special to that. We don't know down the line. I have to believe that there's something really special, meaning I have to... I'll send you the clip. It's a very beautiful like minute and a half of him actually just saying this straight out. It's it's up to me. I have got to be committed to believing in beauty and to believe in the gorgeousness of this world and to remember that the that the beauty doesn't go viral. It doesn't get boosted in that olama sheka that's in front of me all the time. That's not what's going to conquer my mind more if that's the those are my channels of perception and then I could start trusting again. But if, see, that, that'll lead me to trust. Being committed to believing in the beauty of the world. Like, for instance, you're all thinking about, okay, what are we going to do one day? What are we going to do now to implement this? Just be here this second and look around this room right now. And take in this moment. Do you trust this moment? Do you think someone's sitting here because they're trying to get something from you? Did you have to pay to be in here? I'm saying this bedafka. It's not to guilt anybody that they should donate to the show. I'm saying, did anyone here have to pay in order to experience this? Does that enable you to trust in the, in the possibility of beauty just a little bit more in the world? Just a little bit more. And I think that like once we go to that place, live, you, you said living in the moment, yalla. So let's live in the moment that we have now. Take this dot, take the Asher Yatzer dot, take the, take the, 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 take the, you know, I, I, you woke me up, which means you probably think I can give you nachas. Just take all these dots and we'll start to connect them and we can make the world more beautiful and it'll be a world of trust. And that, but that's why I think that, again, that's why I think that uh, the blemish of trust is that when we, when we have the concept of trust, all we think about is uh, certain leaders of community that have nothing to do with us, by the way, most of the time. But we, we, we say, okay, then, you know, so we can't trust anybody either, and, I mean, we're, our, our children are doomed for uh, eternal darkness if this is the route we keep on going towards, that we're teaching them to never trust anybody. What's that part of, like, teaching, you know, the push for individuality, independence? You know, you could do anything, or you don't need anybody else to tell you what to do. I mean, that's kind of like a, a negative... You know, it's if a, you yeah. believe that everything that right? happens in your life right? is because of what you did or didn't do, then you can't have trust because... You can only trust yourself. Right? Yeah. You can point to the other guy and say, here is an idiot, you are not. Right. Go do whatever you want. And then you get all sorts of... Uh, I think it's a find the word trust a little bit because I spoke about believing that whatever other people do it or Hashem does at my request is good quality and I don't need to go and fix every right. right. He spoke about... I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Rich, about, yeah, Mr. Rich, but tolerance, about tolerance yeah. which is really trusting that these guys mean well. Right. He spoke about fear being messed uh, yeah. wrong. Mm -hmm. It's all parts of trust. You you probably spoke about something else. <laughs> no, I think um, the collective. I mean, right. putting my faith in someone, like allowing someone to come into my heart, is is a trust issue. It's that you know, it's a trust well, issue. 
conversations. That, no, it started from, I was saying that that's what Rav Weinberger was describing in terms of the formation of a community, was that it's lo- the long term is what basically creates the real Emesdika trust that's, that is what we, all, what we all want. But it doesn't happen like he's saying, boom, I showed up to shul, fire should be coming down from heaven. Okay, I signed up to your thing, immediate trust, take my bank accounts, and I trust it. So, I, look, the, I have to believe, I have to believe that there are enough moments in my day that I could tag them together to create a world of trust, and we have a moment right now, and we have to just make these moments appear more often in our day-to-day lives, at least as a beginning point. We're not answering and solving all the problems right now, but we are addressing them at least, which I think is very, very healthy, and this was with the guide of the, the Kodesh Kodashim, of the, of the Pia Setsna. So What if you don't have the, sorry, but if you don't have that long-term option? So if you need to trust... In what the does moment, that mean? If you need to trust in the moment, and you haven't had the chance... You know, to see the 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 longer. Uh, give a give face. a give a lemaisa example. I'm talking about amuna. I'm talking about faith. I'm talking. I'm saying like, there's an instant. We were going back to the instant thing. Right. There's an insta trust, which is faith. Like, right. Someone wanted me to start a blog called Insta Depth. Remember? <laughs> Not you. It was someone else's idea. Insta Depth, like on Instagram. Insta Depth. You don't have a choice. It doesn't. I have faith that the doctor knows what he's doing. Right. <laughs> right. No. Trust, trust, trust is more of a knowledge of, of <coughs> from experience. Trust is more of a knowledge from experience. <coughs> and then you can trust. The more you practice, the more you're going to It's like speaking language or... The difference between... It's not the difference between... Bitachon and emuna. Yeah, bitachon and emuna. Bitachon is like a trust. What is like... It doesn't right. make sense, but... Right. I have faith that it'll work right. out. Right. right. But that doesn't mean... I'm sorry. I can't say, say. I'll say I'll come back to it later. I remember what I'm saying. I just... I, I find, like, for me, that, that I have to walk out and, and think about is, is trust in myself. I'm not even talking about other people. I'm not talking about... I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not trust myself in this situation. I do not trust myself to travel around the States on my own doing business. I, I, I just don't... I don't trust myself. I trust this a lot more. I don't trust myself to, to be in certain situations, and I don't trust myself to take on certain projects. Great. The halacha made your life much more simple. What does halacha, halacha say? It's true. You, you should never trust yourself when it comes to certain, individ, certain things. Therefore, you can never be alone with a woman in a room. Ever. Good. Don't worry. Yeah. It's good you don't trust. That's fine. Healthy, normal. We thought about you. <laughs> we we had yeah. you in mind when we like were assembling things, and it's all based on God. He had you in mind when He put you in this world and saying it's true. You're right. There are certain things. It's not like I gotta trust myself enough to put myself in a completely vulnerable situation, and then come out of it. That I, what I'm saying is based on Benjamin Simon sent me like in the middle of the night this really really deep piece from Rav Yitzchak Breitowitz responding to this scandal that's going on. A very chazak piece. Unfortunately, no one has the real patience and tolerance in the non-Haredi world to hear anything that someone like him, that looks like him, says today. Because he doesn't just come out and say, blasting everyone. He's saying it in a very deep way. But he's saying, 
This is all teaching us about trusting ourselves, which is where it starts from, Nachon. And therefore, the Alacha says, we're going to make sure that you don't have to tamper with that thing which is not meant to be trusted, honestly. If you have a Yetzer, it's to be, it's to be used for specific things. You have to trust the world of Halacha. Not, I, I didn't say the people. Of, I'm saying trust the world of Halacha. Learn for yourself. Acquire your knowledge. And go there. Okay, Chavar. So we're, we're, remember, we're in the middle of Yutet. We're going to continue from here, Bezrat Hashem, on, man, on Monday. And we'll see you all Friday morning. Oh, good news. Someone sponsor, beginning now sponsoring Friday morning breakfast here. will be breakfast Friday morning. Someone started, yeah, here, 9 o'clock. But someone started for this week. I think he said also next week, he told me. Yeah, or after this year. Um, probably as we begin, <laughs> and uh, and we'll take it from there. Whoever wants to sponsor, <laughs>